Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, but should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. And here we are again with another episode of Cannabis Health Radio, episode 272. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. Two years ago, our guest today was diagnosed with a rare form of sinonasal cancer. She had inoperable stage 4 cancer of the mouth, nose, and lower skull, with doctors saying that unless she had chemotherapy, her only option was end-of-life care. She was told she only had weeks or months to live, But being the brave woman that she is, she had other ideas. And joining us from the United Kingdom to tell her remarkable story is Susan Dillon. Susan, it was great of you to do this. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for um, letting me come on your show, Ron and uh, Corey and Ian. You got it. Susan, given your grim diagnosis two years ago, you must feel that you're blessed to still be alive. I certainly am blessed, 100%. There's no doubt about it, honestly. There is no doubt about that. Now, tell me about some of the problems you were facing before you went to the doctor to find out what was wrong with you. Oh, gosh. I went through a lot, basically. Um, Right. What happened was I went to the dentist, which was January 2018, I, said to, I mentioned it to her that um, my upper palate is, I feel like there's a hole there. But obviously, she told me there isn't. She was adamant there is no hole, the um, dentist. So, came back, left it for a few months, and then what started, when things started getting really bad, I'd lost weight all of a sudden. Um Food and drink was coming out of my nose, basically. Coming uh, out of your nose? Yeah, food and drink coming out of my nose. Um, and then that is when, um, obviously, I turned to the doctor. And I was basically really far gone by the time they, we found out, you know, what was wrong with me. Um, stage four, basically. On my um, second appointment, I was told, mm-hmm. um, which was in May 2018. Um, I was only given weeks to a month to live, and I was on um, end-of-life pl- um, plan as well. So when you were told you had uh, weeks or a month at the outset, I mean, you were, you were the doctor's presume that you were very close to death. Did they recommend any treatment at all? They recommended chemotherapy uh, and radiotherapy. That is all they recommended. And at first, there was hope that they're going to operate, but they said the operation is too invasive, and they said we can't do anything after that, basically. So I refused chemo because I've given weeks to months live I, I don't want to be spending those last few weeks whatever if I did have the few weeks or what have you um 
you know, suffering with the um, side effects from the chemo and the radiotherapy. So I, I just said, I don't want it. I really don't. Um, what, Susan, what did they say uh, the chemo and radiation would do? If they've already told you that you're terminal and you're probably going to be gone in a month, what was their reasoning in even offering you those treatments? I really haven't got a clue why she was offering it. I mean, they said they could try and stop it from growing or something. Uh. But it was only 10%. I mean, it wasn't going to, they weren't going to get rid of it. There was no way they could get rid of it. Mm. You know, and the cancer's done a lot of damage, basically. I've got my upper palate is all destroyed. Um, and my septum is all destroyed. Um, I lost my speech. And so I have to wear like a mouth guard to cover the hole so I can eat and speak. Um, so you wear the mouth guard today as a result? Yeah, of- yeah. Otherwise I won't be able to talk, yeah. Oh, yeah. When it's the doctors like when, when the doctors told you you had uh, weeks or months to live, that must have really shaken you badly because you have three kids, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. My whole world crumbled around me. Honestly, um, I just didn't. We just didn't. Everyone was just on the internet. My kids, me, day and night. My daughter, she was crying every day. You know, this was one thing that I could not win. Normally, you know, I could, I will um, defend myself to the max. But with this, I had, I didn't have no option. It was in God's hands, basically. Um, Until we turned to the internet and found that um, Rick Simpson oil has helped other um, cancer patients. Um, And there was a lady that I was introduced to, Dee Manny Mitchell, maybe you know her. Oh, we we interviewed her a couple of months ago. And surprisingly, uh, when we put her interview up on YouTube and YouTube took it down. That's what she told me, yeah. Which was crazy. Was it a video you did with her? Or? No, it was uh, it was an audio interview. We all do we do audio uh-huh. interviews, but we uh, put the the uh, we put it up. It's the very first uh, time that any interview we've done has been deleted by YouTube. Mm. So I think what we'll do is put it up again and uh, see what happens. I think see what Manny Mitchell's. I think she's pretty um, well known now. So I think because she puts out so much info, it could be a difference there. I don't know. I mean, you can try with mine as well, you know. They might do the same thing. No, you you, you, you started with, uh, with the cannabis oil. Is that as a result of your search on the Internet? That's correct, yeah. Rick Simpson oil is cannabis oil. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick Simpson is the guy who introduced that oil, basically. And guess what? He's Canadian. Yes, we know. I've met Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Now, uh, the story I was reading uh, about you, Susan, is that you used cannabis and manuka honey to deal with your cancer. Tell us about that. That's correct. So, um, so I was diagnosed in May. Um, we couldn't get hold of the oil, and and it was like I think the twentieth of July when I started taking the oil, and I had to take one milligram daily which I was knocked out completely, like for four months, I took one milligram a day, which is what Rick Simpson has stated on the internet to take, basically. Um, And so I took it for four months. I used to take one tablespoon of Manuka honey um, in my cereal and... Just before Christmas, um, I booked a scan and the results were there is no further progression. So that was an amazing Christmas um, gift for me mm-hmm. and my children, you know. Um, and then I've continued, but only for four months I took one milligram. Um, after that, I reduced it to 05 for three months and now I only take like 0.2 daily which I will have to take for the rest of my life Does it still knock you out? No it doesn't do anything (laughs) (laughs) When you were taking that one milligram um, Susan were you taking it all at once? Yeah all at once No 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 sorry I think it was two tablets a day Okay Okay How much was this costing you, Susan? It was expensive, very expensive. It was well, at that moment of time, and um, I was given months to live. It was a matter of getting the money together again as well. It was about two thousand, I think, at the time. Um, two thousand pounds a month. Yeah, a month. Yep. My kids worked so hard. Um, to pay for the stuff, um, you know, I had every, all my daughter-in-laws looking after me and all the kids looked after me, basically. If I didn't have them, you know, I really don't know where I would be today. I wouldn't be here, basically. Um, cannabis oil, you know, it's a miracle. It really is a miracle. Susan, how, soon, Susan how soon into it did you notice any changes? Um, that's when we got the scan, basically. Okay, so you weren't, were you having a lot of pain? Yeah, but I never took no medication for the pain. Okay, so did the oil help with the pain as well? Yeah, that's all I took. I never took no, um, nothing from the NHS, basically, just the oil and a spoon of Manuka honey daily, but I don't take Manuka honey anymore. Okay. Yeah. Now, the doctors must have been surprised because you went in in May of 2018, and then just before Christmas of the same year, you show up again for a scan when they said that you'd probably be dead. Yeah. The, the consultant basically was shocked. Um, he actually calls me his miracle patient now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He does. That's what he calls me. He has my miracle patient. 
the thing is, you know, what gets me is they know that this oil has saved me, yet there's still no um, trials done on it in UK. Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. it's in Canada where uh, cannabis is legal both medically and recreationally. Uh, yeah. The stuff you buy at dispensaries really, uh, Corey, you can chime in on this, is not strong enough to kill cancer, correct? It's correct. It's not. No. You need the very high THC. That's right. Yeah, and anything, anything that we're buying from uh, government-approved places here in Canada is capped out at 30% THC, which is nowhere near what you need for any kind of aggressive cancer. No. No, no, no. They're not, they not, those products aren't, will not work, basically. You need the um, THC and you need the high strength, which I was taking for four yeah. months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Susan, exactly. when was your last scan? My last scan was just before Christmas. Um, of uh, last year, 2019? 2020. You're, oh, hold on a minute. What am I talking? Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting confused. It's 2020 now, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> so sorry, yeah. 2019, just before Christmas, and... Um, all the staff at the hospital were gobsmacked. Basically, he said, "I can't. I we cannot see any cancer apart from little specks in the nose. Um, we can't believe it. You know, it's amazing." And um, the consultant gave me a letter, even agreeing with it that he, you know, he's seen it. She's still here. Uh, there's no tumour to be seen. He he wrote me a letter to take because I was going on holiday with the um, capsules, mm-hmm. and he wrote me a letter basically supporting me. Good, excellent. Mm. Now, does he tell? Do you know if he happens to tell other patients about this? He that I don't know. I mean, maybe he might be telling them. I really haven't got a clue. I don't think they will, though. You no, know? I, you know, I tend to think not because they're kind of legally because bound. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah they, yeah. they're not going to make anything. You know, I mean, they were shocked why I said no to chemo when I've got a few weeks to months live to live, and I'm refusing it. And I said no. I want to spend the last time that I've got here without side effects of chemo. The sure point chemo is what kills you, to be honest. Yes. Mm-hmm. They sure push the chemotherapy and radiotherapy, don't they? Yeah. So, Susan, are you are you now cancer free? Um, I'm going booked a scan now because of the lockdown and all this COVID nineteen. Everything's been delayed. Mm-hmm. But I'm due a scan this month. Oh, this month. Yeah, because I haven't had one since Christmas. Of 2019, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's when they said it's they can't see any cancer, but just little specks in the um, nose, not nose, and so we need to go and find out now. To, well, uh, hopefully those are gone. Sorry? I said hopefully those are gone too. 
Yes, I hope so. I hope so. Susan, yeah. did, did so, you um, change your diet at all during this? Um, yes, I did. Okay. What kind uh, of things did you do? I didn't change so much, but I did start clean, eating cleaner, like just vegetables and fish. I gave up red meat. Um, I gave up quite a lot of stuff. All I was eating was basically fish, vegetables. Um, you sound disappointed. You sound disappointed that you gave up so much. Oh no, I don't. No, 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 no. no? I'd rather live than eat. Oh yeah. What's the saying? Live for eating or eat for living? Well, that's there's right. a saying. I can't think of it now anyway. <laughs> well, I don't know. That sounded pretty good the way you said it. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Besides, the, besides the Manuka honey, um, Susan, did you um, do any other supplements at all? Um, I think I took the CBD oil with it. Um, okay. But only for a few months. Okay. But you still you're still dealing with that hole in your your upper palate, correct? Yeah, and then my nose, like the septum's all destroyed. Oh, okay. So I do have trouble now as well, like with my eyesight, you know, because of the problem of the hole. Um, it gives me trouble basically when I'm eating and drinking and stuff. But otherwise, you know. With God's grace, I'm still here for my kids and my two grandkids. Susan, have you, is this is just, you know, just a thought. Have you ever tried applying the oil topically to that hole? Um, no. Mm. That's, well, a, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, I know my daughter said that. Yeah, she said that. Um but we don't think it's going to heal, you know, it's the upper palate, basically. Yeah. No, we, the upper palate will heal again, no way. I doubt even if we put the oil on it, it's really hard because the oil is sticky. Yes. And it's really hard. Um, so it'll be stuck on the whatever I use to put it on the hole, but... Half of it won't go on it, you know. So well, you know, I I would suggest if you were to try that, that you mix it with a little bit of uh, coconut oil, olive oil, oil. yeah, you know, just to make it so that it can spread. But it just might be worth a try somewhere down uh -huh. the road. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I've certainly I've seen some pretty incredible stuff happen with cannabis oil. So you know, mm -hmm. never say never say never. But, you know, I mean, really, even if it doesn't heal, look where you're at. You're alive and you're here for your children and your grandchildren Absolutely. and you're, you know, pretty pretty darn healthy, all things considered. Absolutely. 100%. Susan, how big is this hole? Um, probably like a two pence piece. Okay. I've not, I mean, I haven't seen it lately. My daughter saw it yesterday. I don't. She said it looked good, so because I like to, to check it now and again because I'm always anxious, you know. Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. Corey's idea of putting uh, oil on the hole is is um, it, it's a good idea because uh, you still get it in your system, but yeah. it, it can work. Um, Corey knows this better than anyone. It can work miracles. Hmm. 
I think the medical is already done that I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, there's far more miracles to come. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that would, uh, that would be great if the whole kind of closed up. Yeah. Even a I fraction hope. just got smaller and smaller. Yeah, even like with my nose, it's really hard. Um, it's always blocked, and um, it, I can't blow it much. It, you know, it's really difficult. Um, it's the damage that's been done. I've got to, I've got to deal with it, and I am dealing with it. <laughs> yeah, but it's Corey mentioned you're alive. That's the main thing. Absolutely, and that is the main thing. Yeah. And uh, you've got a lot of years ahead of you, Susan. How has this uh, illness that you've uh, you've been dealing with? How has this uh, changed your attitude towards life? One, um, I see life uh, with a better perspective now. You know. Um, well, it's changed. It's changed me as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a bubbly, outgoing person, and now I just don't want to go anywhere. I just want to stay indoors and just, you know, continue doing my marketing, what have you. Um, don't socialize with any friends. Don't like answering my phone calls. You know, it has. It's changed a lot in me. I mean, I was not a person to stay indoors. Um, You've become more introverted as a result of this. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering why, Susan. Are you you afraid to tell people what happened to you, or are you embarrassed, or what? I'm not afraid or anything. No, no, no. It's because I have the problems, you know, with my eyes and my nose. Like I have to keep wiping my eyes, I sort of keep wiping my nose, you know, it's, I'm just not what I used to be, basically. Um, None of us are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Slowly, I mean, like I said before, I wouldn't even come downstairs, and now, you know, I've been through a lot, to be honest. I lost my mum recently. Um, oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, we, she was living here, so my daughter was looking after her and me because she was she was um, a major stroke victim with dementia. Ah, my daughter's an angel, honestly. Oh, she certainly she, is, isn't she? She is. Yeah, she is my angel in disguise. Absolutely. Susan, before we started recording this uh, interview, you mentioned that you were in bed for a year. That's correct. I was in bed for a year. Um, Most of it was because I was feeling lethargic because of the oil. It gives you fatigue all the time. Um, That was that's what really kept me in bed was I had like no energy um, hence, I stayed in bed, to be honest. I can't think of any other reason I stayed in bed. It's like I didn't want to communicate with the outside world or mm-hmm. the downstairs world. <laughs> um, but now I'm always in the kitchen. So, yeah. 
it, it was um, that was a long time for me to be in bed for one year. Um, that was a long, a t- it's a long time for anyone, that. unless you're a teenager. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a very, and you know, I really appreciate my stuff my kids did for me, how they were all together working it out, you know, looking after me, all that was scheduled with them. They were working as well. And they're only young, my kids, and, you know, they're not that old. But, um, but they're in their 20s, early 20s? Yeah, my daughter is. She's the youngest. She's 23. 23. And the boy's a little older, 26, yeah. Um, but they really, they really, really helped me, honestly. Sounds like they were pretty dedicated to you. Definitely. 110% they were. 110%. Corey, as you were, as you were, as Susan was talking about her eyes, um, I was wondering if there is a cannabis oil or CBD oil or something um, in eye drop form. Do they sell that? Uh, yeah. Do you remember who was that we interviewed? Gina Epps or whatever that had eye drops? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm wondering about something like that. You know, Susan, you've got such a remarkable story and you've overcome so much. But it's, it's sounding to me like, you know, at some level there's a quality of life missing there that maybe maybe there's still room for some improvement in, in your health. and. Um, you know, like this issue with your eyes and and the hole in your your palate, et cetera. I just can't help wondering if maybe we could get you feeling even more, you know, better than you are. Yeah. Yeah. If we could do that, yeah. you could go down to the pub for a pint and start dancing yeah. on the tables. Oh, I can't wait! I used to be out <laughs> three times a week. <laughs> and now I don't even answer the phone calls when my mates are ringing. I don't answer them. <laughs> Well, Susan, you know, let's um, keep in touch after this interview and let's just see what we can find out about, you know, maybe giving it a whirl, like, you know, eye drops, etc. Yeah, I think someone um, offered those eye drops to me before and then I've completely forgotten about them. But you see, it's from the nose. The stuff, No one will understand my problem. It's it, um, like you said, it's your first it's the first case with this um, cancer. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That I had, so uh, I had cyanonasal. Um, like the stuff from the nose, sort of, it's pushing upwards, and then water is coming out of my eyes, basically. Mm. Um, and it, the nose, there's no septum. I just get like scab, all scabby. It's all scab, scabs in inside the nose, basically. Um, Does it hurt? So, yeah. Stupid question, but I had to ask. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, do you know when you talk about the eye drops, one of the things you can do is just put your head back and put some drops in your nose. Mm. Real good idea, that is. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're full of good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, Corey is anyway. I just tag along. <laughs> what do you think about that, Corey? Is that a good idea? No, I think anything's worth a try. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see that heal a bit for her. Yeah, I mean, you've done, Susan, you've done a very brave thing. You've ignored conventional medical advice. 
You've uh, researched cannabis on your own. You've taken it. And uh, as Corey mentioned, I think, you know, there's probably another step you can take with the eye drops and put them in your eyes and your nose and just see how that works. Yeah, yeah. I'll need to get hold of these eye drops first. (laughs) Okay, well, you know, let's keep in touch and we'll figure something out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's worth a try. It is. I think it sounds like a real good idea to me. Especially when, Ian, you said put your head back and put some in your nose as well. Yeah, and it'll go up go up your nose and your yeah. sinus or, cavity. Or, you know, there, the other thing is nasal spray as well. Yeah. Oh. Nasal spray with uh, cannabis in it. We've seen yeah. a lot of success lately with that, using that mm. for various things. So I think there's still some, op- still some options open to you, Susan. Yeah, sure. No, uh, I, that's, that's great. Susan, as as we conclude, is there uh, anything that you want to tell the folks, anything you want to add to the interview? Um, I would like people to know that cannabis oil works, and it's a miracle. It's a miracle medicine, basically, and it's a natural plant. Um, So anyone that's suffering from this nasty disease cannabis oil is the best treatment um and it's difficult to get in the uk isn't it, it and i had to, yeah it was illegal I, you know I, I mean i i didn't give a damn about that i just went along and did everything mm-hmm. yeah so just a heads up to the people living in the uk that may be listening please don't order online because you're going to be scammed it's so much easier to throw your money out the window and just be aware that there are tons of scammers in the UK. Um, people can always reach out to myself. Um, I can make some recommendations. Uh, just be careful where you source from. I'm in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a scammer, Corey. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And she's not a scammer. She's a survivor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, you were a delight to talk to. It was great. And I know if you try the eye drops, the nasal spray, um, it'll just make life even better for you, I think. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into that now as soon as we finish this call. <laughs> that was a delight, Susan. Thank you. You're very welcome. And thank you for having me. And once again, as we do at the end of most podcasts, we'd like to thank our listeners for supporting us and sharing our podcasts with others who would benefit from hearing these testimonials about healing the healing power of cannabis. Now, if you want to help someone, uh, send our podcasts to them and have them send the podcast to two people, two people, two people. That way we can build up a listenership and really start educating the people around the world about the medical benefits of cannabis. And if you'd like to support us, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can become a monthly supporter for as little as $5 a month on our Patreon page. And you can also make a one-time donation through our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. And keep spreading the word. Write a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, things like that. And share the podcasts on social media. And you just might help save a life. 
I'd like to thank uh, Ron Zarr for using, uh, allowing us to use his studio. And also, we'd like to thank Mark in Belgium, who posts our podcasts on YouTube. And YouTube, we have almost 8,000 subscribers, so we'd like to get that to 10,000 by the end of the summer. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel, CannabisHealthRadio.com. We are very grateful for your support. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week with another edition of Cannabis Health Radio. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.